0: Today on the newscast, Amir Sarfati, founder of Behold Israel, joins us to discuss his blockbuster new book, Has the Tribulation Begun?, and shares a Bible prophecy update. That's next. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We want to get right into it today with our good friend, Amir Sarfati, founder and president of Behold Israel and author of the new book, Has the Tribulation Begun? Are we living in the last days? Are the signs of the return of Jesus all around us? What role does Israel play and how should Christians live in these tumultuous times? And do we have a blessed hope? As Amir shares, we're not in the coming great tribulation that the Bible describes, but certainly tribulations are increasing rapidly, and that climactic seven-year period could very well be on the horizon. Be sure to follow Amir here on YouTube at Behold Israel and on Telegram as well, and you can pre-order Has the Tribulation Begun right now at BeholdIsrael.org or wherever books are sold. Here's my interview with Amir Sarfati. Well, Amir Sarfati, welcome back to The Watchman. It is great to have you. Thank you, Eric. It's always good to be with you. Hey, great to see you, especially when you have one of your great new books about to release, Has the Tribulation Begun? Now, Amir, as you report on a regular basis at Behold Israel, we live in dark times. We live in prophetic times, tumultuous times but there's also a lot of misinformation out there, and I'd say false teaching about the times we are living in. Is that one of the reasons you wrote, Has the Tribulation Begun?
1: Absolutely. I believe that, first of all, a lot of people are asking that question, Has the Tribulation Begun? I think that the chaos, the sheer chaos we are seeing all around the world, we're probably going even to see... Uh, countries that we know cease to exist uh, in the near future these are things that uh, cause people to wonder is that it is that the end of the world as we know things are moving fast you know even in the you know Ukraine war nuclear tactical nuclear nuclear weapon might be even be uh, used a lot of stuff is going on eric and i think that add that to the civil unrest in, in within Israel, and to the complete, I call it uh, uh, you know delusion that uh, we live in, where uh, people really don't want any more anything to do with uh, the Bible and the Word of God. I mean, they they want their thing to do to go, and they want it their way, and it's just sad. I see it all around me. I see deception, I see confusion, I see sensationalism in the church. And this is exactly why I wrote this book. I I want the church to know that there's still time remaining to rescue your loved ones and uh, friends from God's coming wrath through that, uh, through the gospel. And uh, people must redeem the time that is left. And instead of, you know, thinking, uh, about you know how do i rescue myself because i'm already in how do i redeem my time until it's coming
0: and that's a point you make often Amir when you and i talk redeeming the time jesus never said until i return just kind of sit there and wait for me as followers of jesus we need to be proactive as exactly. you said in spreading the gospel and i believe this book is a tool in that regard you cut through kind of the misinformation the false teaching you lay things out in a very easy to understand matter-of-fact way. Speaking of which, what exactly, if people watching don't know, they're confused about it, what exactly is the tribulation?
1: Yes. Well, you know, uh, that's a good question, Eric, because uh, Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I have overcome this world. Which means that we were never promised a a, a trouble-free world from the get-go. But there's a big difference between the tribulations in life that we as believers will go through. And that's a given because this is a world dominated by the prince of this world. But there's a difference between that and the tribulation that is being described both by the prophets of Israel regarding Israel and the book of Revelation regarding the rest, the rest of the world. Only when you study deeply the, the book of Revelation, you understand the amazing sheer catastrophe that is going to come upon this world, which nothing, nothing in our lifetime can even compare to. It's important that we are not really falling into that trap of thinking that we're already in it, because then when it comes, it's going to hit hard yeah. and you're not ready. Um, and again, it's important also, see, a lot of people say, well, has a tribulation begun? No, then I don't need to read the book. No, no. This book defines exactly what the tribulation is all about. Who is it for? Where are we during that time? What are the things that this world is going to go through? How can we identify the beginning of the tribulation? What are the things that must happen before or right when it starts? There's a lot of stuff that is in the book that's supposed to educate the common, even the Christian that believes in the, you know, pre-tribulation rapture, after, we must be educated in the way we not only believe, but also answer, to, uh, not only to believers, but to non-believers. You see, yeah. a lot of non-believers really think there's going to come a catastrophe, even among the Jewish people, but they don't know what it is all about, while we know, because the Bible is telling us that. Yeah.
0: You laid out some of the signs a minute ago. What are some more of the signs? And What are some of the things that people can expect who are here, sadly, during the Great Tribulation, a seven-year period, God pouring out His wrath, really judgment, and again, some of the signs that you see that make you think, man, we're near.
1: So I'll talk about, first of all, the signs that I believe that are leading us to believe that we are near, and that is, of course, everything that happens around the world with globalism. We can clearly see uh, that people are lovers of themselves, people, uh, you know, they they don't want anything to do with discipline or with uh, morality that is described in the Bible. People want to be their own gods. People decide what God normally decides. People want to be those who decide. Who is a girl? Who is a boy? What is family? What is this? What is that? Everything that is even scientifically proven to be A, people are now saying, well, it's up to you to decide if it's A or B, because you're God. I mean, you, it's up to you. You you are the, the Lord of your own life. Now, it's interesting because there is the current events that we see and we talk about all the time when it comes to the enemies of Israel all around us, the mere fact that Israel is born back in its land as a nation, as the fig tree coming back to life. And we are indeed the fig tree generation that is witnessing the the birth of Israel back in the land. All of these things are all around us. But again, the one thing that we don't see yet, which will be the ultimate proof and sign that that period has begun, is the rise of the Antichrist? The rise of the Antichrist thus begins a seven years period known to many as the seventieth week of Daniel from Daniel chapter nine, and it is also detailed in Revelation as a period of seven biblical years um, that um, are going to, you know, you know, be the that period of time. Hell on is, earth. Yes. It's it, listen. In the book of Revelation, it says that people will actually want to die, and they wouldn't be able to find a way to. It will be so bad that death for them would be a preferred option, and even that will be taken away from them. It will be so bad. We are talking about, you know, if COVID took few millions, it will take few billions. That's wow. what we're talking about. We're, we're going to talk about earthquakes in the, in the magnitude this world has never seen before. Talk about Pestilences this world has never seen before. sun scourging skins of men in, in fashion in way that the world has never seen before. We, we are going to see, and at the same time, we are going to see strong delusion and people that are completely blinded to their need to repent. It's very interesting. They will know that God is sending it. They will know that he can, he has the power to stop it. And the Bible says in Revelation 16 that they will choose to blaspheme his name yeah. and not repent. Yeah. So we see that attitude that already begins right now in a, in a greater level uh, throughout this whole thing. This is going to be the darkest era in world's history, um, spiritually, and physically, mentally. You don't want to be there. Nobody wants to be there. And this is exactly why the, re- the time that is left for us here should be Uh, Redeemed by telling people about it telling people not only about the hope in Christ sometimes some look at what Jonah had to tell Nineveh I mean that the judgment of God is about to fall that was enough for them to uh, Repent so sometimes even talking about the tribulation can lead towards repentance.
0: Yeah. Hey, it's not always pleasant for people to hear but it's necessary because it is biblical truth and Amir some people will say You're a doomsayer. And how could a loving God subject people to the judgment, the horrors of the seven-year tribulation? How would you respond to that?
1: Well, first of all, uh, a loving God says all throughout His Word, that He doesn't want any to perish. In fact, the the, the flagship verse that we all use in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. God gave His only begotten Son because He loves the world. Jesus did not die for the church. He died for the world. Jesus shed His blood for the whole world. But now comes the big, big thing. Only those who believe in Him will have eternal life, will not perish. And why? Because what's the point? of 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 seeing the price that was paid and yet rejecting it and saying i'm not interested this is not for me okay if you're not interested if you don't think you need it then i guess you won't be enjoying the benefit thereof we must go back to the heinous nature of sin sin is willful rebellion of uh, created against
0: creator Some say, well, we've always seen wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, pestilences. This is nothing new. I believe one reason what we're seeing today is very different is obviously, you mentioned it earlier, the rebirth of Israel. And you have a chapter called The Trouble with Jacob, and you talk about one of the targeted truths, targeted by uh, those hostile to God, is that, look, Israel has been replaced God no longer has a plan for Israel and the Jewish people. He's done with them. Can you hit on that real quick? And again, just the significance of the rebirth of Israel, how it just put the prophetic time clock into overdrive.
1: Well, even Jesus himself, in the middle of his most important, uh, you know, prophetic teaching on Mount of Olives, he stopped and said, learn this parable from the fig tree, and when and then he spoke of how the rebirth or how the restoration of that fig tree is going to be the ultimate sign. And and then you know that you know summer is near. It is around the corner. You know that it is there. I truly believe that anyone who thought that God is done with Israel was shocked in 1948, and now he's in that a uh, tantrum to try and, and, and explain why there is no tribulation or why it happened already. Because if you are saying that, then Israel doesn't have to exist anymore. But if you see, the tribulation is Jacob's trouble. There is no way the tribulation can start without the Jewish people still being around, without the nation of Israel still being around, without Jerusalem there, without the temple there. This is the whole thing. The Antichrist will allow them to build a temple. There will be a third temple standing in Jerusalem. He will there uh, halfway through declare himself as God. All these things must include the nation of Israel back in their land, the city of Jerusalem back in their hand, and the temple back in the center of the Temple Mount. So, all of that can, can happen if God is not done with Israel. And that is exactly why those truths are being combated uh, in this book. Um, or, I mean,
0: those lies are being combated in this book. And where is the church in that? There's a lot of controversy. You have an entire chapter on this as well, Amir. Uh, the Blessed Hope, the Rapture. Uh, tell us more about that, the escape hatch for believers and why that's coming under attack today increasingly?
1: Well, first of all, if it's the blessed hope, then the, <laughs> the prince of this world doesn't want anyone to have hope. I mean, the hope he wants people to have is in him and not in the Word of God, the promises of God. So it's obviously satanic, I believe, in nature to steal from the believers that blessed hope of their soon uh, uh, gathering to be with the Lord. Jesus himself said, he said, look, I am going now to prepare a place for you But, hey, I'm coming back and I will receive you unto myself, he said. So where I am, you will also be. Jesus promised that he's not going to change locations to be where we are. We are going to change location for where he is. So the rapture is obviously anchored in the words of Christ and in the writings of Paul as in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 he describes in details how it's going to happen the dead in Christ will rise and we that are alive and remain we will we will get be caught up together in the cloud to meet the Lord in the sky I mean this this is a promise that you cannot allegorize it you cannot uh, you know say that you know it's just about something else this is it. And this is exactly why in 2 Thessalonians, the believers were a little bit uh, concerned. Wait a minute. Has the rapture took place? I mean, are we entering the tribulation and we're still here? What's going on here? Well, promises by God are always kept. And I believe that um, this is an important thing that we must remember. The rapture of the church is around the corner because everything around us, is pointing at the soon rise of the Antichrist. Look, we don't know the day and the hour of the rapture, but we do know when the Antichrist is about to rise. We can see the globalist uh, uh, platform for him. We can clearly see the spiritual uh, atmosphere for his rise. We can clearly see that when it comes to the religious, the financial, and the political system, it's all being prepared for him to rise. Yeah. Thankfully, 2 Thessalonians said that it is the restrainer that will uh, stand on his way. And once the restrainer is taken out of his way, only then he will be revealed. So we are right now here having the Holy Spirit in us. We are restraining the rise of the Antichrist. We are not allowing him to rise but if the world is getting ready for him to rise, that means that we are soon out of here. This is, I mean, it's very simple if you really think
0: about it. Yeah. We Believers are it, gone and all hell breaks it. loose during those seven years.
1: Absolutely. And everything we see today will be nothing compares to what this world is going to go through during that time. You know, it's it breaks my heart that any, anyone would even consider our events today as the tribulation because it it's cheapening The tribulation, just like some people are saying, uh, you know, they compare um, some injustice to the Nazis or to the Holocaust. No, don't cheapen the Holocaust or don't. I mean, you may not agree with this or that, but trust me, you have no clue what the Nazis did and what the Holocaust was. When you see things around you now and you think, oh, it's terrible. This must be the tribulation. You probably never read the book of Revelation to to really, truly understand what the tribulation is all about. Look, we've gone through the COVID test, and we've seen enough immature Christians falling in that trap of thinking the tribulation has begun. There will be worse thing than COVID, maybe even while we're still here. This is why I want to encourage people to stick to the Word of God, not fall into sensationalism, not fall into fake news, and not not panic themselves. Look, if there's, you said, the blessed hope. If we have a blessed hope, why should we be so panicky? Why should we, we, of all people, should be people that are with, you know, love, with power, and with sound mind, yeah. and c- certainly not the spirit of fear. This is not for us. Yeah. Yes, we're concerned with the things that we see, but not to the point of with of thinking that we are doomed. No. This is, look, when it's dark, your light can shine brighter. This is our time.
0: That's right, Amir. Great way to end it. Hey, last question real quick. Obviously, you just laid it out. This book is an evangelistic tool. But I think a key point here as we wrap up, you wrote this book for believers and non-believers alike. Yes,
1: exactly. You know, Eric, again, believers think they know, but they don't. There's so much that they don't know about what the rapture, what the tribulation, and what going on around today is. So it is definitely for believers. But I believe that a lot of non-believers are trying to connect the dots nowadays, trying to understand, what is there any logic? Is there any guiding hand behind all of this? Is there someone above that is uh, telling us something greater than what we see on TV? I believe that this is something that once they put their hand on, they'll be greatly educated and encouraged. But again, even for the believers, when we as believers read and are educated, it is easier then for us to approach non-believers with much more certainty and wisdom and intelligence. So this is, look, I always encourage Christians to read and read and read, always to be educated always to stay in the Word of God and also to, if you don't understand uh, some of it, go and, and and you know, dig in. And this is a guy, by the way, every book that I write, I have a study guide also. Yeah. So they can later on go and go deeper asking questions, go through the scriptures and fill out all the blanks there to benefit from the book. Um, and and to gain greater and deeper knowledge.
0: Yeah, Amir, great stuff. And I love how you always end with encouragement. And this book ultimately is a book of encouragement, of exhortation to the church, and it will inform non-believers and hopefully wake them up as well. Your latest blockbuster, Has the Tribulation Begun? Written for such a time as this. Amir Sarfati, thanks so much, my friend. As always, good luck with the book. We'll see you again soon. God bless. Thank you. God bless you, Eric. Thank you very much. Thanks again to our good friend Amir Sarfati for those great prophetic insights. Folks, again, the book is called Has the Tribulation Begun? And you can pre-order it right now at beholdisrael.org or wherever books are sold. It's a great read for believers and non-believers alike for such a time as this. And we strongly encourage you to pick it up and subscribe to Amir's YouTube and Telegram channels. Thanks so much for joining us here today on The Watchmen. Until tomorrow, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.